Hello, everyone. This is Matt, and I'm with uh, Luke. I guess I guess I'm with Luke remotely, and uh, we'll get into that. But this is the Hobby Shop Talk podcast, episode five, I believe. And uh, so this is our first episode where I'm actually in my game store, the Prairie Hobbies and Games, and Luke is at his headquarters, where we have recorded from before. So this is our first remote session, and Luke. I guess you could uh, say a hello just so we can make sure we can hear us, hopefully. Yeah, I'm down in down in the dungeon. My uh, son kicked me out of my office, uh, so he got that for his room now. So I'm <laughs> down in the dark dungeon in the basement. Is that what you're going to put a, like a label on it, the dungeon? <laughs> Probably. People might get the wrong impression on what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but so today I'll just do a quick uh, overview. We're going to talk a little bit about... Uh, the magic, we opened a, a box of Modern Horizons 2, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some games we played, um, and then we also opened some other CCG games, including Flesh and Blood, some packs of Pokemon, so those will all be in there. Then we're going to talk about some comic books that uh, both of us have read, um, so we'll, we'll do that uh, there. And we've uh, both read a couple different since I, that, we, uh, that we talked about, I believe, at least I did. Um, and then we're just going to have some random banter at the end, and uh, we got a lot of that, so that'll probably be the biggest chunk of uh, the talk today. So, uh, with that, uh, let's what should we talk about first? Uh, the opening the box, I guess, since that was the kind of last thing we did, or I guess the oldest thing we did. Yeah, yeah, because I know we All got right, some so. good pulls still there. So yeah, once you you got them there with you, so yeah. And so if anybody uh, out there in this uh, in the uh, the universe of the Hobby Shop Talk podcast. They could have seen a lot of these actually on Instagram Live, I believe. Yeah, we did so, two Instagram Lives that were like 20 minutes apiece and of the, the opening. Yeah, so some of those will be on there. I'm going to run through. So we got Gothy uh, Voidwalker. I don't know. That was one of the, the cooler looking cards, I think, when I was going through that. And, uh, Maybe you kind of want to keep it. Again, it's really the tough thing, deciding what I want to keep and what I want to sell at my store. Uh, we've got Turok, Dreg Panther, Archon of Cruelty. I guess, again, I'm going to show all just because I don't know if anyone's watching YouTube, but you can see it on the Instagram feed. Chatterfing, Squirrel General. Again, I got a lot. Luke had mentioned on there, I can make a squirrel deck, which I don't know if I ever could really do or justify. I mean, goblins is one thing. The squirrels, you <laughs> Have you played a squirrel deck? I've never have. Never seen anyone play it, but you could probably make a decent commander squirrel deck. I'm guessing. Uh, so I'm curious now. What is the? Is there been? What is the most odd deck that you've played? Do anything? I mean, we played a sliver, you know, but there was an enchantment deck that had a bunch of old cards that would like. It was pretty hard to beat. Um, I can't remember who his commander was. One of those that interacts with enchantments well. And I think it was a four color, so. But at one point, everything was an enchantment, and he had protect, you know, all his enchantments were had hexproof, so really we couldn't do anything. <laughs> and then he also had, like, a enchantment aura that gave the creature plus one, plus one for each enchantment that he had, and everything he had was an enchantment, every permanent. So it was, yeah, huge creature. So, yeah, that's, uh, it, the, I guess I'm, I'm actually kind of want to be the one maybe that starts one of these squirrel decks so that I can say that I've won a magic game with a squirrel deck. Uh, uh, it's a, <laughs> a good way to show off. Some people don't like that, though, when you mess with the, the universe and you have uh, squirrels that can you know, destroy you know, all these other cool magic characters. But some other ones, Thought Monitor, Sword of Hearth and Stone, that's the old school looking. There's a lot of those. those the old those warriors, yeah. At. Urza's Saga, I think that was one of the better ones we pulled. Yep. Temporal Manipulation. Then here's some of these lands, Verdant Catacombs. I guess another sort of hearth and home, but it was a, a different, not the older look. Murari's Wake, Scalding Tarn. Yavamaya, Cradle of Growth. That's a legendary land. Mizics of the Ismagnas, I guess. That's a goblin wizard. I actually saw that. Kind of oh yeah, blue and red. I don't know if I've really done splash, a blue and red. splash and blue in your goblin deck. Yeah, I've got another of the we have a Maya Cradle of Growth, but it's a, a different art or kind of the older look. Esper Sentinel. Those are some of the 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 good pulls there. 
Yeah, actually, I pulled a couple packs at the game shop at Lewis's on Friday, and I got the Scalding Tarn, which is like a $43 card right now. And then I got the Esper Sentinel, which is like, I think, $18 or $20 card. So I didn't get the, the, the I didn't get the old bordered one, but uh, I just got the regular versions of both. Yeah, so we, uh, we had some good pulls there. And then you, so you just mentioned, though, you were there on Friday night, so I'll let, uh, so that was kind of the unboxing. You can see a lot of that on Instagram. Uh, and uh, but Luke played some Magic, I have not. So I'll let you talk about uh, some of the games you played here at uh, Lewis Game Shop and online. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, no, I just played a couple games of Commander. Well, three or four. I was using my... Rafika the mini deck, which I think most Magic players know who that is. He's a pretty popular commander. So uh, he's banned colors green, white, and blue. So anyways, basically you just pump up your creature, one of your creatures, and then whenever they have, they're all exalted. So whenever they attack alone, they get plus one for each other exalted creature they have. And Rafik, the commander, gives uh, them double strike when they attack alone. So That was... What you killed me with, and uh, we talked about in the last episode, wasn't it? Where you had to do eighteen damage or something? No, that was that was my other one of my other decks, but oh, yeah, very similar. <laughs> Probably pretty close. That that was my equipment deck. Now that you say that, so yeah, pump up a creature pretty much. Tron, called Tron deck. Remember the old cartoon Voltron? Yes. Yeah, and so kind of that. No, I do, I do, but I don't really didn't watch it. Too much. Probably people, if we ever have. You know, people that listen back to this, they're going to be like, when I say that, I obviously have heard of it, but I don't really know. They're going to be like, oh man, what, you know, these guys are posers. <laughs> Lose all credibility because we didn't watch Voltron. Yeah. <laughs> well, really, Voltron was like early, early 80s, and we were pretty young. So that's our, sure. you know, we're still young. But, anyways, yeah. And then, and then the night before, I did a couple uh, drafts of the new Forgotten Realms. So that was cool to see all the new, uh, the D&D infused uh, magic card. So I know it's getting a bad rap. A lot of people are hating on it right now, but I, th I thought it was pretty fun. I, the first draft I did a mono black and I was recording it on my iPad, but it kept crashing. So I kept having to exit out and go back in and I ended up only winning one game out of there. because I kept timing out. Uh, <laughs> but the second one I did Silencia. Uh, so I get, I drafted green, white, and I did, I think I got four wins out of that and had a couple close matches, but I actually streamed that last night where I recorded myself playing it. So that might end up being on our YouTube at some point. We'll see. Might did be a, a lost tape. Use some of the like new features and things. I know, I think we talked about some of that again on the, as we were opening packs, but uh, did you, uh, or at least at some point, <laughs> did you use the, um, you know, what was it, caverns or whatever you could put out? Yeah. No, those are actually pretty cool. So they're caught their dungeons. And then the dungeon, but yeah, the mechanic that gets you into the dungeon, which I I thought you had to have a dungeon card, but apparently all you need to do is venture into the dungeon. So my first draft, I didn't do anything with venture and I didn't do anything, you know, with dungeons because I just thought it would be too hard to pull a dungeon card. But you just automatically get it when you cast a creature that has venture. And then you venture into the dungeon and then you start with uh, the first level and then it usually breaks off. And goes to, and then you can pick one of the sides, and then it goes breaks off again, or goes to one. But then, in this set, there's three different dungeons you can pick from. So, but yeah, that was just a cool new way to interact, you know, while you're playing yeah. Magic. And also, yeah. it got me, you know, a little interested in, you know, exploring Dungeons and Dragons because I've never played it before. So out, man. That's a that's in our random topics. That we is come up with a cool name for now, and then eventually have like a cool uh, intro, which I guess we have to talk about that too. Make sure to, to note that in our, our minds that we're going to talk about, uh, at least mention, where does it mention not, that you're working on an intro. Oh yeah, for this, yeah, because we got to have some music with our uh, with the intro yeah. of the podcast, so maybe when this one comes out we'll have had it, but I doubt it. I did order a, a cable for my computer so I can start using GarageBand and hopefully AJ will come over and we'll put something cool together. AJ gets a shout out, I think every uh, podcast so far. So anyways, brother. my brother, AJ, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so he may hopefully join in the future and we'll talk a little bit more about D&D in the random thoughts. But um, I was gonna mention, I was uh, think talking, I think it was off camera, but I never remember anymore off mic, I guess, but mentioning that uh, I think it would be fun to make a, a full commander deck using all of the 
the Forgotten Realms, mention the Forgotten Realms, and, you know, uh, I think I mentioned the loop, like, uh, just making a house real so you can do some of the fun things that are in that set. I mean, it doesn't have to be a serious, you know, deck that you're going to do for a tournament, but I think it'd be fun to, you know, you've got to get through a dungeon before you can attack or, you know, something like that, um, and just do, just, just for the fun of it and use some of the different fun abilities, you know, feel like you're playing a role-playing game and building up your character. And uh, that, to me, that sounds fun. So I definitely got to pick some up here soon. Well, they they actually got, I think, four decks of the pre-con. So they got pre-made uh, commander decks in the Forgotten Realms. I haven't looked at them yet. But, you know, that's something that you'll probably end up ordering for your store because that will probably be pretty hot yeah. once, uh, if you open up here at the end of the month, which we'll probably yeah, talk about later, too, anyways. Yeah, that's when we, you could do like a house rule, like, oh, once you venture, then you can start attacking, or once you finish a dungeon, because there's a lot of cards that, like, if you have finished a dungeon or completed a dungeon, your creatures get plus one, plus one, or whatever. There's a cool white paladin, you know, that's right up my alley that I drafted uh, last night, actually, in my Silencia deck, so. Thanks, thanks, yeah, so I definitely want to pick some up, and I definitely am looking into that and ordering maybe lots we'll, of stuff. Maybe we'll unbox a couple and go get our reviews of them. Yep, definitely. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, that was magic. But we also did uh, open, again, some of this was on Instagram, and some of it we didn't open on Instagram, including the, the best cards I had opened. Uh, so the funny thing is, is I just had randomly bought some packs of Pokemon because I can't seem to get them. So I'm like, I want to have some for the store. So when I saw some, I just bought like six, seven packs. And uh, so as we were mixing in the uh the packs of modern horizons 2 and doing that box still opening the open packs of pokemon which i really don't know a lot unless it's really shiny you know that i know it's good so we opened five of maybe the six packs today and then we just we forgot a pack it was actually fell on the ground uh and so then that was off camera and luke's daughter actually <laughs> opened the pack and got the best uh the blaziken Max, apparently rainbow uh, it also says rapid strike. I don't know if that means anything, but that ended up being the best pull of that whole thing, and it was off camera, so that was kind of funny. How much was it? Was it a twenty-five dollar card, or did? Yeah, I think it actually uh, twenty-five, or it could have been more. Cause I don't know if the rapid strike, but yeah, I found it around there. But yeah, it's a pretty cool card, and uh, you know, it's a tough part again with the store because, of course, my kids both won it right away, but I'm like, no, that's going. That's <laughs> It's funny because we had so many packs because we were cracking so many packs that this pack just randomly was like under a bunch of uh, wraps or whatever. And then, yeah, we found it. And then my daughter wanted to open one on camera. But then, of course, I forgot about it because we were in the zone uh, opening all the packs. And so she ended up opening it and getting it. So, yeah, the, the, the other funny part, you know, we opened the uh, flesh and blood, which again, you know, I think we mentioned on there. But we both, I don't really know anything about it. I just, I was at a, another game store. Uh, that uh, you know, we'll, we'll mention as soon as we, we get to, we're going to be actually going there hopefully soon to, to interview. Um, but uh, so I just bought a, uh, that's right, bought the box of Modern Horizons uh, 2, and I also bought a, the box of Flesh and Blood. Had no clue. Luke and I actually had to look up and find out how the rarity works and found out it's on the bottom of the card. So the, the first one, again, <laughs> we opened, I don't know how many packs in that box, and uh, at least so far, I haven't found anything great in the ones we opened. But then, of course, when there was like eight or nine packs left that I opened with my two sons, Wyatt Town, and we pulled Art of War, which was like a $60 card, apparently one of the more sought after for this uh, set, um, the Flesh and Blood, which one was this again? Uh, and I have the name here somewhere, but of which set it is. But uh, so Art of War, we pulled off camera. And then the funniest part was, I think Luke posted this on Instagram, was I had a big stack and I had sleeved all the rares and the super rares and I was looking some of those up and I found a few other ones that were okay. But after I did all of that, I was going back through again and I was pulling some of the just the foils and, and then I got to one called the Eye of Ophidia. Like, oh, that looks kind of cool and it's shiny and you know, it didn't have the anything notated on the bottom, so that's why I didn't catch it. I was just flying through grabbing the rares and everything. And uh, but then I noticed, you know, it was shiny and it had legendary. Well of course I look it up and it's you know, five hundred plus dollars, <laughs> and it wasn't just the last pile of the cards. So, yeah, apparently a very solid after card I pulled it uh, off camera again. Now so, we know for next time, uh, just record a bunch and leave like three or four random packs laying there, and <laughs> we'll open them off screen and get some hits. 
and and or just have the kids because I think the kids opened all those packs because you know your daughters uh, go open the, the good Pokemon and uh, my kids open the other packs off camera so maybe we should have them open all the packs. Might make for a good video. <laughs> all right, all right. And so here too in the future, I think we'll have a little like uh, music by loop maybe you know in between transitions. Oh, transitioning from topic to topic. Yeah. Yeah, so in the future, maybe even now, like, who knows? I might not even be saying this right now because you might be playing <laughs> shredding on the guitar over this as we in the future. We'll see. We'll see. Which is a very weird thought. But let's go on to, I think that's it for Magic and CCGs. and. Yeah, I don't got much more on Magic besides that. So. All right. Well, so let's, we're going to go into comics, but we're going to start uh, so we can finish kind of uh, a little thing we started. You know, that was the, you know, you picked out of uh, many different uh, options a couple different times and you settled on Oblivion Sun. Yeah. You've given a couple different, I think, reviews uh, in the last uh, episode. So I'll let you take it on Oblivion Sun. Well, actually, so you ended up taking the, the comics with you back last time after you were supposed to oh, give me like four. So. <laughs> <laughs> I I ended up having to drop 40 bucks to buy the first uh, 12 issues, I think. So I'm through three right now, and I think I did get, gave the update on the first three. But while I was waiting for that, I started reading uh, Wolverine Origin. So, you know, the origin story of Wolverine, which for the longest time, you know, in Marvel, the Marvel Universe, everyone was like, you know, what was Wolverine's past? Where did he come from? Where were his parents? So this... This comic book, I think it was 12 issues to it, you know, it goes through his whole from very young age when he was a sickly kid. I don't know if you remember, did you ever watch Wolverine Origins, the the movie? Yeah, and it kind of showed like well, he was a, yeah, he was like a sick kid and um, yeah. his brother was like the tough one. And anyways, so it kind of goes through that and it talks about how his dad was a rich plantain owner and they had like a farm hand, like a, you know, are they called farm hands or whatever? helping yeah yep. that looked exactly like wolverine so you know it's insinuating that his mom had an affair with this you know old like farmhand wolverine looking guy so this was in canada you know he's a sick kid growing up eventually did he, he play hockey? i'm sure he did i mean wait is that offensive to canada or i wouldn't so like we stay from minnesota the state of hockey like we own that so i don't think it'd be offensive well, they did just lose the Stanley Cup, the Montreal Canadiens, so they might be a little salty. Okay, now you're pissed off all of our Canadian fans. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Minnesota, we haven't won a championship in forever, so. In anything, so, yeah. so I guess the, I'm not even going to keep that. <laughs> That'll be, uh, yeah, you got to keep it PC. I know what you're thinking. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to just, I don't know where that came from, so back to the yeah, Canada, from Canada. So anyways, yeah. Uh, then it talks about how they had to flee the, flee their area because the farmhand ended up getting pissed off and he came down, you know, to the rich plantain owners. You know, he thought they were, you know, too good for everyone or, you know, that was their attitude. So anyways, Wolverine's dad ends up getting murdered by that the crazy farmhand guy, the Wolverine looking guy. And, uh -oh. and in one of the scenes they show the the mom too and like she had a big you know, three gashes on her side, suggesting that the dad had the claws too, or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, then he moves to like, they have to flee the place and they go to this this rock quarry and he meets this guy named Schmitty who drinks whiskey and smokes cigars. So that's kind of where, you know, he got that. What are some of the other parts in that? He ends up running with all the wolves and stuff. I'm trying to think of what the- with wolves, now that'd be a cool, Wolverine ever have like wolves? With him, you know, that would be a a cool thing. I'm just picturing. I don't know why, because that's you know, from my mind, it's uh, Michonne walking with two zombies. <laughs> oh yeah. Have you ever seen that cover? But you know, have Wolverine having some wolves with him. No, that would be cool. Well, I think in the original comics, they all had different art, and I think one of them he was with the wolves. So your ideas. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Anyways, you know, remind me that. Uh, Someday, I'm going to say, you know, I say this all the time, when I have time, which I don't know when that'll ever be, but Luke and I actually, you know, we have been talking about comics, because everything we were talking about with the wolves reminded me of our guy in our comic, you know, who actually, like, seems to almost turn into a bear at times, and uh, really making me think that we should have a bear 
a bear is your is uh logo or like a mascot no 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 there's no. uh that he has a bear with him or that should be like a mythological bear that all of a sudden attacks but nobody else can see it. that's that's what I, we were talking about originally was it, he kind of has like a phantasm or phantom thing yeah, yeah. you know so so we're just having a, a comic meeting right in the middle of our episode <laughs> but uh, yeah so anyways we have to start working on that again because uh this reading these all these comics just makes me want to get back to, to luke and i's idea maybe who knows that could be like a special thing in the future we could release some of our uh, first sketches things we do have those luke does have sketches for some our yeah some character designs up but i mean i keep looking at all the other art and i'm just like <laughs> i don't want to put this all in the world yet so it's just got to get a little better <laughs> you know maybe we can work on the story too at this you know at the meantime but but yeah anyways that's it was a good uh a good story i trying to think of what i, I did probably did a so terrible there's job of, so there's, you know, there's obviously lots of you know good backstory which all that stuff is cool but it's also wolverine so i'm guessing there's got to be some ass kicking oh yeah there's plenty there's one of the big dudes at the quarry like keeps like mucking with you know like picking on him and when he's when he gets to the quarry he's super you know he's still kind of scraggly and small and hasn't really found his like feral instincts or whatever you call it so but then the guy's name is cookie malone you know, he's a big fat dude that keeps beating him up. And finally, finally, Wolverine just kicks his ass. And but actually, at the end of this, at the end of the series, they show that same dude, Cookie Malone. Rose had been keeping the whole diary of like Wolverine's beginnings. Essentially, you know, the end of the series, they show that Cookie guy whip it into the fire. So essentially, wiping any history of that away. And I was just gonna say though, imagine how mad Wolverine fans would have been if it would have been the opposite. He would have got. His ass kicked by somebody named Cookie. <laughs> Cookie Malone. Yeah. That's just one being good. So that's the funny part because I, like I said, I call Luke Milk Toast. That goes all the way back to the first episode because four I just, episodes back. Yeah, I, you know, again, I love the movies, everything Marvel. I just never, you know, I always had to be something different. So it was always Image, way back to Spawn and Charlie and. Yeah, and the, uh, you know, Rob Leafield and the old, uh, you know, super huge muscular superhero guys. Yeah, they got a lot of flack. They got a lot of flack for that. Like, oh, that's the way you do. You know, they just, it gets kind of made fun of nowadays, but I thought it was awesome too. But so anyways, uh, but I always have like DC and uh, so Luke and I were actually just mentioning, it's kind of funny, Luke has kind of the opposite where you're more Marvel and not as big of a fan of DC. Yeah. Yeah, I never really got into DC. I don't know. Why not even Batman? I was, I was, I have posted some pictures of those, uh, those old DC versus Marvel comic books. Remember those where they have like Wolverine going against Lobo, the Hulk going against Superman. Those were pretty fun to read. I, I'm really bad at uh, uh, going off on other topics, but all this just reminded me of just uh, you mentioned uh, DC versus Marvel, and it got me thinking. Remember how cool it was when it was WWE or WWF versus WCW. Well, I, we might as well go into it. That's another one of the topics is uh, the old WWF. And, but yeah, the Monday Night Wars, those were classic. Yeah, <laughs> so I was just thinking, though, how cool would it have been if there, I mean, there was, I guess I just didn't know about them, but podcasts during the during that whole time or the whole NWO, you know, just listening to podcasts during that time, I bet there would have been some great ones as far as wrestling goes because those were some great times. But, I bet, I bet uh, there were some good blogs. I don't know about podcasts if they were that old. Maybe they were. Yeah, I don't know. blogs. There are lots of magazines. I remember buying yeah. lots of wrestling magazines. Yeah. But so, Luke mentioned, uh, well, hold on. Oh, you got to go to your comic book. Yeah, I want to talk about, before we go into wrestling, I just read, so I was getting at that, you know, I guess I'm in some Militos in some ways because DC is the other Militos. Marvel's one way than DC, but because I do, Batman's my favorite. So I could not find Geiger issue two. It's been lost in all my store move but i found it right before we started recording so i wanted to talk about that and also uh we only find them when they're dead but that was lost as well so i do have dc universe rebirth so this is going back a few years but where else the heck do you start when there's a million batman comics so i started with uh, issue one and uh, you know it's so far on like you said i can get with uh wolverine origins can't have spoilers so uh, but yeah, the first issue, it's almost like Batman's gonna die, and then magically, two new uh, superheroes show up, Gotham and Gotham Girl, and uh, help save him. And 
you know, there's obviously going to be something there. I, I did read this uh, first through the maybe first 10 issues like years ago, uh, but then got busy and stopped, so can't really recall. And so that's the, the kind of the thing there was there's Gotham and Gotham Girl. And then in the second issue, all of a sudden, one of the old, my old favorites, Solomon Grundy, he has his uh, little rhyme that he does. Have you ever heard that? The Solomon Grundy? I've heard of him, but I don't think I've heard the rhyme. Yeah, he's just this big hulking dude, and he just keeps repeating Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday, as he's destroying this uh, Gotham and Gotham girl to start issue two. So it's uh, christened on Tuesday, married on Wednesday. As they're fighting, <laughs> he's uh, chanting this as he's, uh, if anybody's watching on YouTube, you can see some pictures. But as he's fighting, he's uh, chanting this as he's destroying them. Is he like Hodor from yeah. Game of Thrones? Hodor. Does he just yeah. keep saying that? Hodor. Yeah. And it's kind of like that. He just keeps repeating that. So it's, uh, yeah. Grew, uh, so he took ill on Thursday, grew worse on Friday, died on Saturday, buried on Sunday. And, that, and, then, and then, of course, then it, uh, to save the day, because uh, they're having some trouble with Batman. He says, and that was the end of Solomon Grundy. But so he's telling them, you know, they're not, uh, they haven't learned everything yet. But then, uh, my favorite is Alfred. Well, he has the best one-liners in these Batman comics ever. I mean, I actually giggle out loud uh, reading these, which I did right before we started recording. But so, uh, of course, uh, there's some other stuff happens, and then Commissioner Gordon, I love Commissioner Gordon, too, but he's some Batman because somebody kills himself right in front of him and admits to letting Solomon Grundy free, and then says the monster men are coming. And, uh, and this is where I was saying about Batman, what I like. I love Joker, I love all of the, the bad guys. What's the other words for the villains? The protagonist, not the protagonist? The antagonist. Antagonist, there you go. Because at the very end, it's uh, Professor Strange, Hugo Strange is the one. He's uh, bringing out some of the, the monsters to Gotham. So That's not to, be, not to be confused with Doctor Strange, right? True. Obviously. True. What, is Doctor Strange, is he DC or Marvel? I can't even think. I think that's Marvel. We're really losing our credibility with all our Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we talk about being old school noobs when you're old school noobs. But, yeah. You know, and also old school gamers and old school nerds, whatever, all of that. You forget a lot of crap. Yeah, know? exactly. You got so much going in and just uh, you only can remember so much. So last comic book thing I'm going to mention is the other cool part. And this kind of goes into the store. I wasn't sure where to put it, but I actually threw... Uh, Josh at the Lewis Game Shop. I've been actually working with him a lot since that episode, so that's helped me out a lot. I actually just bought, uh, he has a lot, a lot of stuff that he's, you know, has more than he can put in his two different locations. So I bought uh, maybe 1,500 comic books, maybe more from him recently for my store. Uh, it has everything A through Z. So, Luke, I was just thinking, I haven't even looked at uh, W, but you might want to come check out uh, what I have for Wolverine in there or everything else uh, Marvel because I've got about. 1,500 to 2,000 comic books sitting right behind me in the store right now. And we do some trade. I'll bring some of my uh, expensive MTG cards and we'll, we'll figure out yep, a trade. There we go. Except for, you know, I got to do it. The, I got to make a little money here. So, you know, you're making me a dollar for a dollar. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Thanks, uh, Jeff, game shop for teaching me about that. All right. And uh, so that's, that's it for, you know, comic book. Again, it'll be uh, right here. It'll be Luke, uh, maybe doing a little something on the guitar, you know, the intro into the whole bunch of randomness. Let's play some air guitar. Yeah, Although I gotta yeah. play it high up like this. Speaking of which, uh, yeah, my, my son plays guitar too, so if we can work it in at some point, we'll have to get him in on the bass. Let's see, yeah, we're gonna say he can, maybe he can throw the bass line down with our uh, intro once we get it. Yeah, uh, he actually will be playing, he has the opportunity this week because his first time back uh, being able to, with his music teacher, I like the way she does it. We go to a small town bars here in Minnesota, and uh, this is actually going to be at a car show. They're going to be playing. He plays with a band, and he has an opportunity. We'll see if he does it now or maybe at the next show to play the bass. Usually the, the, the students or the younger kids just play acoustic. So uh, that's our, our music minute. <laughs> Good branding. But uh, what should we talk about first? I think because uh, it could be a bigger topic to start. You know, we've both been watching it. Uh, I think it all started during COVID. Not that I didn't watch a lot before, but now I have so many things I found that are in my playlist that I'm trying to watch. And 
So I'll just start. I've been, when I first actually, I'll, I'll back up. I started watching, did you watch Umbrella Academy? I did. I've heard so, good things, but. Yeah, you should watch Umbrella Academy. I watched the first two seasons and I have now in my Amazon carts, unless I can find it here somewhere, uh, the, uh, the actual big volumes of it comic book form. Cause I love to, you know, if I see something I like, I would know I like to read the comic book as well. Just, I'm curious, but you know, that's the, the story without having it pulled up. It's you know, a bunch of these, uh, these people born on the same day, uh, for whatever reason, you know, it goes into a story, you know, they all end up with these superpowers and they come together, you know, they're just, uh, the cool part is though it's superheroes, but they're also just a bunch it's a dysfunctional family, a bunch of brothers, sisters thrown together and they have their, their normal trauma, drugs, alcohol, just everything going on in their lives. And they're having to save the world over and over. And uh, it's a, it's really funny, tons of action. But uh, yeah, you, that's one I definitely recommend, at least for Luke and probably anybody else out there listening to Umbrella Academy. What's one you've uh, been watching, Luke? Well, actually, just today I finally uh, started watching Loki because I've heard so many good things about it. So I finally watched it. And yeah, it seems like it was pretty pretty awesome. Obviously, I only got one episode in, but it's it's like time traveling and... You know, it just follows Loki, and apparently he... So, spoiler alert from the first episode, but I'm sure most people have seen it or heard, but he's, like, apparently time-traveling and, like, killing some of these essentially time cops. So, like, probably Jean-Claude Van Damme. Remember that movie, Time Cop? <laughs> Shout-out to Van Damme. <laughs> One of my favorites. But anyway, so... He's probably going to listen at some point. Obviously, yeah. I mean, he's probably subscribed by now. He's one of the four. <laughs> anyway, so... Yeah, I started watching Loki also, and I know you're going to talk about because you've been watching the WWE. I've been watching the WWE biographies on A&E, so I okay. watched, like, the Mick Foley one was awesome. Brett the Hitman Hart is on there, Shawn Michaels, Rowdy Rowdy Piper, the Ultimate yeah. Warrior, which, you know, it was just awesome because, like, watching them back when, you know, we were we were young, thinking they were, like, all these, like, you know, holding up on a pedestal, and then you hear about their upbringing and... They just thought, you know, a lot of them had terrible childhoods. Like, Rowdy Piper yeah. was, like, living in his car at one point when he was super young. Ultimate Warriors, dad left him super young, so that's kind of, you know, he had to, like, feel this, like, masculine, you know, that's why he was a bodybuilder for so long. And so they talk about a bunch of, you know, deep stuff that, you know, you don't, you didn't hear about when we were younger. So I recommend yeah. watching those, definitely, if you're a yeah, WWF fan. When my uh, son, both my sons, we watched, we actually watched WWE together as well. So I mentioned that I think in the last episode, the solo episode, and I, would, uh, and I think we mentioned this before. And so that was huge in wrestling too. When I was younger, Luke and I used to watch all the pay per views. We'd get them at each other's houses or friends' houses, to get together and watch. In the the nineties, uh, we I was a huge Mick uh, Foley fan. But uh, so we watch again though too now with uh, with my sons now again. So I'm getting back into it. But I'm also a uh, thing that's tough with me, and it goes with anything I do, comic books, read anything I do. I have to I have to see everything. So trying to keep up with wrestling now that I need to know the story, it's uh tough because there's so much, you know, they're three hours long. And uh but so yeah, we've been watching. We actually we're a couple weeks behind, so I don't think this can be a spoiler anymore, but we watched uh, uh Hell in a Self. And I was just mentioning to, to Luke earlier that yeah, it was a it was a good pay-per-view. Like uh one the Drew McIntyre. Uh, versus Bobby Lashley for the title. And uh, they were, uh, yeah, that was a brutal match. Uh, Drew McIntyre actually saw it after. I think I saw it, I maybe I brought it after, but they showed pictures on Twitter. You should look at those ones of after the, the Hell in the Cell match and the, the brutal marks on his back from that match. Uh, that was good. And it was, it was at a really good uh, pay per view. And so we're about two weeks behind because we're going to catch up because at the end of the month, actually, uh, WWE is back in person starting this this month. So uh, they're going to be in Minneapolis at the end of the month. So me and my two sons will be going there. On, and so we'll be on SmackDown. Now I'm just thinking about it. I'm going to have to throw up a sign for the Hobby Shop Talk podcast. <laughs> Luke, is there anything you can do to assist me in making a sign with the logo for SmackDown to hold up? Yeah, my kids got permanent markers, so <laughs> I'll put them to work. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be something uh, that be my kids are both going to hold up a sign and uh, now that I'm thinking about it I'm going to hold up a sign for the Hobby Shop Talk podcast <laughs> for us July 30th on Smackdown we're in the lower bowl you guys are pretty um, pretty good seats then yeah we're in the lower bowl but uh, why so at the top of the lower bowl 
Um, but still, this seats looked uh, pretty good. Yeah, so that should be pretty exciting. So we got some catching up to do, watching some wrestling. Yeah, my well, my son is five, so I think I'm sure in a few years, you know, we'll be watching that, you know, right along with you. I I try to watch with them a couple, maybe when a year ago or so, but. He got kind of, he started hitting and stuff. So I was like, well, maybe we'll wait another <laughs> a couple of years until he understands like that it's fake, which I don't know if we you know, man, but it is fake. So I don't want to ruin it. Did you say spoiler or should we like revert back <laughs> and say spoiler? That it's fake. <laughs> Hopefully they all know. But actually another thing, a funny thing is we finally getting back out here. We just went to, uh, it's called Battle at the Brewery. There's a local independent Ironheart Wrestling uh, throw up there. They were, that was fun. It was a live uh, brewery here in town. I went to the earlier show, 3 to 5, took off a couple hours of work on Friday. That was really fun. They were, uh, you know, definitely played to the crowd. And, like My younger son wanted to go to the 7 o'clock show because a little feud was started between two tag teams, and then they were going to battle for the tag, first tag team championships that night. But we didn't go to that. But either way, it was cool to get in some in-person wrestling and be able to go in a couple weeks, so... Reminds uh, me of uh, remember the wave and it was it Waverly when we'd go yeah, to the bar yeah. the bar and watch wrestling when you were pretty young and yeah that was also, we haven't really talked about don't think we've talked about this so we should really find some pictures at some point oh uh, yeah Luke and I used to be well, I don't know if we talked about amateur we were backyard we wrestlers. were one of those uh the yeah the backyard wrestlers unfortunately that was like, I think the start of it I mean I used to have all those movies we used to watch on backyard wrestling and man lots of we were lucky we didn't land on our heads so kids out there listening do not yeah, do anything like we had that, a few but, we had a few close calls that's for sure yeah well I was uh so I was saying I remember getting a we used to go to garage sales and buy just uh chairs and things for tables and uh, we bought a, an old Coke crate, so an old wood Coke crate, which those things were thick. They didn't, uh, you know, they, they don't make them like they used to. And somebody uh, smashed one of those over my head and it got stuck. <laughs> we just had to kind of throw you out of the scene. She just got to throw yeah. you off camera. Yeah, and then I remember uh, breaking a halogen light over. Oh, over yeah. John. John, John. What, was what was his name? name again? Was it Big John or something? I don't It was uh, like a hillbilly name. Hillbilly so, Jim? Soup or something? Oh, maybe it was, yeah. It was soup, I it think. It was, yeah. Yeah, and I was uh, the Nightmare, Luke. Anarchy. Anarchy. Came, out, came out to no effects. Yeah, Killaby. Yeah. And, uh, was our friend Brandon. Yeah, we used to do some backyard wrestling back in the day, so we'll have to probably talk, well, I'm sure we'll reminisce about that, and maybe uh, if uh, we have some of our former backyard wrestlers, we'll have to talk a little bit more about that uh, and have them join us on the show sometime. <laughs> maybe find some video. But uh, the next time I'm going to talk, last thing about TV, unless you have anything else, is I'm going to mention Lucifer. So I didn't read the comic books, and uh, I was looking for something new to watch after Umbrella Academy, and there's like five or six seasons of Lucifer. I knew I always wanted to read comics, too. I just heard a lot about it. So I started on actually on season two, and uh, it's I, I, I like it. It's uh, He's funny. Uh, I can't think of his name now. I shouldn't know it. I'm sure somebody... Losing but, uh, credibility again. Tom... <laughs> I can't think of it, but no, so anyways, yeah, Lucifer, he's, uh, so it's pretty much the whole gist, uh, you know, he's, he was cast down to hell, and uh, he's bored, and he wants something else to do, pretty much, so he, where, where better to go than to, uh, like, uh, Los Angeles, and uh, so then he, he owns a, a nightclub there, and he's, uh, then he, he kind of joins up and becomes actually kind of a partner of a cop, so he's running down and helping her, and they get into all kinds of hijinks, but yeah, I'm on season two of Lucifer, and yeah, it, it's good. There's, uh, I mean, there's a lot coming. I can see his uh, mom recently just showed up, brother there, you know, and they're in the human form, of course, and uh, so there's lots of, uh, definitely interesting. It's, it's funny, too, if you've, you've seen it, because uh, he tries to tell them constantly whenever they say something, he's like, uh, you know, it's like, you know, call him the devil, pretty much, or say you're the devil, or whatever, and he's like, yeah. I'm the devil, or you know, I would, why would you say it? Because I'm the devil, and it is nobody wants to believe him. He's trying to tell him he's the devil, but just nobody believes him. But anyway, so yeah, Lucifer, that's uh, something that I've been watching. So that's it for the, the TV minute. Wait, that was probably, you know, we got to come up with names for all this stuff. Uh, so next, we talked about this. Let's just talk about uh, D&D. We, we talked about D&D and the adventures in Forgotten Realms. And uh, so maybe something coming up. It's you know Luke 
Luke and I, and uh, as we've mentioned to AJ a few times, uh, we've talked about doing a D&D game. None of us have ever done it, so we don't really know much about it. AJ, but, AJ uh, has kind of played, and I think he's... Or I think he's played with people before that are really into it, so I think he's got a better grasp on it than we do. But yeah, it'd be fun to get one of those. I always see him at Target. I'm like, oh, those, that'd be cool to get you know the starter pack of Dungeon and Dragons. Try it. Out. Hold your roll there. Uh, oh, are the, you gonna get some? Very obvious and gods. Games to purchase. Hopefully, a purchase will be. I actually googled what uh, kind of where to start. You know, right now with Dungeons and Dragons, and so I tried to pick out actually the top five, six recommended things. So those will be carried at Prairie Hobbies and Games. Go to PrairieHobbiesGames.com. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, it's actually Prairie Hobbies. Do you guys do you price match? <laughs> Maybe someday. <laughs> so, anyways, the last story short. Now that we're doing this remotely, I mean, we'll see how all this goes. But you know, this will be a good place to. Uh, you know, maybe we can have AJ on as well, and uh, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll eventually record and release, but at least we could play uh, some Dungeons and Dragons. So next, I had uh, let's go with this a store update. I know we did a store update episode, but lots, it's just continual because I'm getting so close to opening. I was actually talking to Luke, and we one thing we were going to do, we never did. I was going to have him help. Kind of look at my first order. It's just overwhelming. There's so much stuff out there that you can buy, and I'm not using a Southern Hobby Supply is what I'm looking at now. They're one of the kind of the least go to. One of the main ones I know. So I was recommended uh, by Josh at Lewis Game Shop. So I have a, an order in. I'm gonna be. That's kind of a tough part. You know what to carry. There's so much. So it obviously be carrying Magic, and you know you only get so much Pokemon these days. But I've got like you know, like Git, Yu-Gi-Oh. And then uh, the other one that's tough to get right now is Flesh and Blood. But also I'm getting, like I mentioned, some D&D things, some different dice, some dice bags, uh, some of the different uh, uh, just things around Dungeons and Dragons. But also I just actually, too, got, got delivered the other day. I mentioned having my, or the, I don't know what to really call them, gaming machines, playing machines, but I had ordered, I got my shipment of, I just got 2,500 of the different, you know, the tops and bottoms for those, for the toys that come out of the machine. So my bottom row will have two twenty-five cent, two fifty cent, and then the top will be three seventy-five cent. And I got some uh their uh like more uh, animated looking uh DC. So it'd be like a Harley Quinn uh, little um keychain thing. I got some little SpongeBob toys, some other little, little candy things, but so I got all this stuff delivered and uh so I gotta actually go through some of them came in the you know it actually in the the containers, some don't. So I'm gonna go through and uh, put in all those into the candy machine. So that'll be something I'm doing. And the other thing, hopefully we can do a walkthrough soon, is uh, this week we're gonna be doing, we're gonna be painting. We're gonna be uh, painting the walls, I guess in the store, the display cases. We're gonna be doing some work on those. We're actually making some cool uh, things inside of the display cases to display the cards. Cause right now they're just a big open and instead of buying glass and spending that money, we're gonna do a cool, steps tiered system to show the, uh, the different magic cards and the you know the more expensive cards and cases i got delivered my security system we're putting up uh, there's just so many things you don't think about going to the store my sign should be coming this week which uh, luke's been uh, helping out with uh with that because this is all part of that in my last episode i was uh mentioning that i didn't do it then but i wanted to uh, so I, I think you might have saw it on our sheet here, but I'm going to put you on the spot for the, the logo. Uh, kind of the process to come up with, uh, you know, really, I guess we could talk about uh, the two logos that are, we talked about on the show, the Prairie Hobbies and Games logo for my store, then also about the Hobby Shop talk, Podcast logo, which is going to be uh, also shown soon. So kind of the process of going through that with the Prairie Hobbies and Games first, that's kind of done. Yeah, I mean, to start, I know a while ago when this was all kind of like, you know, just starting, you know, we started a little inspiration folder of like cool, you know, cool fantasy logos and stuff. So after that, I just, you know, did a bunch of random sketches and I don't know why I ended up choosing a wizard, but, you know, I was like, I was just going to ask. Well, I was thinking like a paladin or a goblin or an orc or, a you know, a warrior from looking thing from War, uh, World of Warcraft. But yeah, I just ended up on a wizard. I don't, I don't know why. I just I thought I think because 
you know, the, the icon I ended up drawing first of a little wizard ended up looking cool. And then I was just like, I didn't try any other ones actually. So it, it was fitting. So, you know, as you mentioned that, even just thinking about credibles and now it's like, people can see it and know what, you know, what they're looking at. So, uh, so yeah, so that's, uh, you know, and I kind of mentioned, you know, for your hobbies and games, we took that into account and, you know, and the wizard too is going to end up being so much more, you know, we're going to have shirts and hats and, and all that eventually will be available to that. And actually that wizard head itself is turning into other things, you know, and, uh, uh, for, you know, I'm gonna have a, a contest to name the wizard. Uh, what was the, you came up with a really cool uh, original name? What was that again? <laughs> what? Oh, Merlin, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, geez, <laughs> surprised somebody hasn't uh, thought of that. <laughs> like a long time ago in this crazy store, I'm surprised they haven't figured that out or thought of that. Yeah. So, anyways, we're gonna do a. That might be something I do in my stories to name the wizard, and I've got a lot of plans for it. So it's actually kind of funny, you know, with this huge draw and something, and now it's gonna be for a business. Yeah, and I mean that's kind of how the the hobby shop one too, which no one's seen yet, but that's very close because I know I'm gonna send you know we're gonna send the printing guy, which is actually Josh from Lewis Game Shop. We're gonna send him to print some shirts, so I'll post that on Instagram too pretty soon. So that's pretty much final too. One of those things I actually had noted here. I actually met with Josh again. He's a he's a man of many talents, so I'm working on him with my print order, getting all my business cards for all my businesses uh, for my. Uh, the shirts, as we mentioned, for all my businesses and hats. Uh, he's printing out a lot of that stuff. So, yeah, again, show it to Josh at the Lewis Game Shop in St. Cloud in Monticello. He has so much cool stuff. I was in a St. Cloud store to do that uh, this last Thursday. It was the first time I was in the new location in St. Cloud. Like, I'm not sure how new it is, but with COVID, it's been a while since I was anywhere uh, there. So, I've been to his old shop, and that was before I knew him. But, man, he has so much cool stuff there, just toys. Uh, so Luke, Luke, you'd love to go there too. Just lots of old toys and things, and uh, besides all the new magic and everything else new, but he has tons of cool old toys and things. Yeah, I've been to that one. Yeah. I've got the arcade machine that I'm gonna buy, and I think I'm gonna get Luke uh, probably throwing a lot of quarters in there because it's got like 260 old uh, arcade games, oh, you nice. know, that we used to play, and uh, you know, you feed quarters in, and you can play any of those 260 games, and it's got the two controllers with six buttons and. Oh, nice. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Yeah, so I saw that at the Lewis Game Shop, too. So that's just a little bit about the, the, the system, or the sorry, store. Uh, so continue to be more there. Hopefully do a walkthrough. Um, last thing I was going to mention, just uh, we didn't talk much about board games. It's just we're so busy. But I just wanted to mention, and I don't know if maybe you'll see, but I'll send Luke some pictures, too. I got a game called Exodus, a Z-War game that I got on Kickstarter. I just wanted to mention because it's uh, it's got a cool uh, way that it does it. Where actually the it has comic books. You actually read a comic book, and then it plays out the scenarios. Uh, in you know, so you're you're reading the comic, something happens, and you set up your board game to play out that scenario. And it also has it's on ships, and it has lots of uh, uh, different cutout pieces. You can have doors and things, and then of course it comes with some different. Uh, you know, the standees and things, but I just thought it was really cool how it uh, brought those two things together, the, the board game and the comic book, and, uh, you know, you're kind of, you're playing your campaign, you're reading a comic book, so, so yeah. one to five here. Sounds like a cool, uh, it's a cool idea. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was mentioning too, because, you know, they have our comic book, and I was like, man, that's a cool idea just to have, <laughs> you know, bring those two things together so you can tell the story in comic book form, but then, you know, have it play things out in board game form, and maybe... You know, you're gonna make decisions, big decisions. Uh, you know, not nobody knows what I'm talking about, but eventually maybe you will. But like in our example, where you know it's kind of the end of things too, but you're on a farm. You know, do you stay on that farm or would you go? Would you protect the farm or would you go if you think there's somewhere else better to go? And so you got to make that decision, and the story will play out in different ways. So yeah, that's a that's a cool fact. Yeah, so this is a Kickstarter edition of this game. Uh, it's an expansion combines intense tech combat resource management and engaging comic book narratives. So uh, that's one. Hopefully, in the future, Luke and I got a lot of games to play someday when we have time. <laughs> this is actually <laughs> War one game, so I'll get Luke some pictures posted out there. Uh, so that's really about board games. We've just been busy. Uh, the other thing we're going to talk about, Luke, I'm going to let you talk about because I watched the. So we were going to talk about anything in the random, and we watched a lot of uh, mixed martial arts oh, we had yeah. for years. UFC. So uh, I watched the prelims, which there were some good prelim matches. 
I actually saw one of the guys on the prelims, that Pereira on the show, Pereira, I think his name was, call out my boy Nate Diaz. So, oh, uh, did he? You know, That's because he wants and throw some crazy stuff. He probably wants the money, so he wants to fight Diaz, just like yeah, everyone wants yeah. to fight McGregor, who sounds like he's going to be out for a little while, because I don't know if you watched, or I was kind of texting Matt back and forth, because he didn't, we rented the pay-per-view at Miles. Our kids were gone, actually, so we, you know, we figured out, like, what else to do? But anyways, end of the first round, McGregor ends up trying to throw a punch and gruesomely breaks his leg, like, slash ankle. And I mean... <laughs> He fell down as he did it, and he kind of, like, pointed at his leg, but Poirier, who, you know, he's fighting Dustin Poirier for the third time. This is, you know, their third fight. He rushed in and started throwing bombs, but then, like, the the bell saved him. But then McGregor just sat there, and he's like, you know, pretty much, look at my leg, and, you know. So, <laughs> Dr. Stoppage pretty quick, and they were just... They were talking mad crap to each other back and forth. Even the you know, McGregor's like, that's a doctor stoppage, you know, making sure he didn't get like, he still got the loss, but you know, he wanted to make sure that it was a doctor stoppage. But then like, you know that it was really broke, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, watch <laughs> the replay. Like a lot of money coming up because if McGregor wins the next match, well, then it's two to two. Yeah. You know, even though he broke his, it is what it is. So then that's like a fifth match. That's you know, like a lot of money for somebody. Yeah. The thing I saw too is it's crazy that Conor McGregor and there's all these other sports, soccer, everything they showed us uh, on ESPN. He was the highest paid athlete because of he also owns his uh, whiskey, whiskey brand. Proper twelve, yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. But, Anyways, uh, yeah, they were pretty good fights. So, but uh, yeah, the rest of the fights I heard a lot of people. I saw somebody post that they said you know even after what happened with the, in the end of the McGregor fight, they said, you know, they hadn't even watched fights before and they said it was an entertaining evening. So there was a ton like of celebrities the out there. Anyways, I have to go to hockey in like four minutes. So I think, right, we, uh, yeah, that's a good way to end an episode. So Luke's <laughs> still playing hockey when it's July 11th and it's like 80 degrees out. He's going to go into a frozen building in Minnesota. And, uh, yeah. That's how, that's, yeah. that's how, you know, we take our hockey serious play all year. Yeah, playing with so, my two brothers, two of my brothers, so. Say hi to AJ, talk about some D&D when you're playing hockey, but so this is uh, episode five of the Hobby Shop Talk podcast, and uh, we're going to try and do these weekly, especially if this worked out well. It's a lot yeah. easier for us to do it remotely, so uh, that's it. And uh, well, I forgot what we say. Is it game Every over? Time. Game over? Game over. And then maybe you'll play music over me again right here so uh, you don't have to listen <laughs> to me just blabble on at the end of the episode. Blabble, babble.